Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do it live on a first Friday edition of the program. I am merely Bo. He is the great Z. How you living, buddy? Now you're, now you're good. Now I'm now good. You're good. Yeah. I can't hear it. It's a gorgeous hoodie. It's nice. Hoodie. For those Thank on the you. stream who get a chance to marvel at it. Shout really to, gorgeous. Uh, shout out to the great Brad Mellon, equipment manager of the year. No big deal. What a human being. I feel being like you is. guys have come full circle. You We're have back. the you have the defensive backs hoodie. But that has nothing to do with him. That was Well, he made it. it. No, he didn't. Doesn't he make those? He did not make that. He oversees the making of he them. Did not no. That was it made, was outsourced. That was made by the defensive backs for the defensive backs. So they went down there and printed them. No, I think they had them made somewhere. Off campus. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, you see them walk. They're all they they wear. They wear. I just came in. I all saw Emerson down where one was. I was walking in. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. By the way, I can't hear us at all. Why would you need to? There's no, there's no need. We're not taking calls. Okay. So all you have to do is hear me. <laughs> Who uses this in between? I don't Who's know. Who's in here? I don't know what's going on. Esteban, do you have any answers for me? He was eating. Esteban was eating. I'm going to blame you. You know Why? how. Why? He's Why? done nothing. I just sat down. Here. It's plugged in. Is the, is the on? Are the headphones on? Do they have a, the on switch? Do you have them on? We got to get you some buds. For starters, let's start oh there. Let's get God. you some buds. Can you hear now? No, now it's he's thrown it. He's done. Because that's the mature thing to do. Well, I got to be honest with you, Gibby. I'm going to side with Z on this one. Yeah, I, I sided with you yesterday. Hurtful. And that would that you know it doesn't happen often, but I in this instance I have to go with with Z on this. The idea being that when the show starts, the headset works. I mean, you have that's got that's part right. of it. Like I shouldn't have to. All right, let's see. I let's have to check. Well, I shouldn't have to did, check if it's did, number on one. If it's did you? Ready? Do you have the did big you, guy? Were you actually ready to go at one o'clock? Yeah. Eh, eh. Well, I was ready. To he go. was no, ready to go. Well, just sits there and holds court, and then all of a well, sudden he's like, "Oh, I got to put stuff people. on," and all of a sudden things don't work. So we don't test anything. Oh, oh. boy! How about that, ladies and gentlemen? I bet if I plug those in, I'm going to use those headphones you threw down at two thirty, and then I'm going to really make fun of you today. Ladies and gentlemen, now that he's out of his car, let him know. So how you're you saying feel. that like it was plugged in and it wasn't working, and then magically it is going to work. Gonna work which I it just might... ask you, did you turn it on? There's I an on-off button. Why would there I, be? Why, why is there an on-off button, button on, on a head... headset? I couldn't agree more. That's absurd. That's ridiculous. It's not wireless. Yeah, it'd be one thing. If it's it not was battery, battery powered. Charged. I don't have an answer for you on this. And what are we? This doing? is what's been provided to us. Plug it in and go. That's Who would have turned it off then, though? That's my question because I used that headset yesterday. I used it yesterday. Who's coming in Who here? Who came in here and turned it off? No Monkeying one. around. No one. BPA. There is no BPA. There isn't even a what's the what's the button? What's what day is today? Today's first Friday. What yeah. did you, what happened yesterday? Did anything happen here yesterday afternoon, evening? No. Nothing? No. No radio network stuff, Gibby? No. That's tonight. The Browns preview show, seven o'clock. Is this the on off right here? Yeah. Yeah, it's off. So who would have turned it off? Not me. Okay. Not yeah, me. I don't I guess what? You know what? You take these. <laughs> the headset is being tossed. And get them out of my studio. We're done with them. We're done with them. We're going it's buds it. only. Can't wait till he forgets them tomorrow. No, that'll be you fine. You and I both know how this goes. 
you are so demeaning. He is so demeaning Hurtful. of my capabilities and skills. Can you imagine yet, how I, Nana feels about all this? She's, I think, she's malicious attack. Oh, but uh, maybe her, Pedro and I have boy. a little thing going. Maybe you do. He would <laughs> oh, be. God he would sakes. be more. He'd be your doppelganger. He'd be more welcoming to these types of attacks. Give all honor. Son. All right, Gibe, are you responsible for the words in this prep? No. All right. When do we grade Esteban? You can grade him officially now. Okay. Oh, Here, I'm turning the mic over. F. 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 Mr. Zagura, oh, would you gosh. please read the first, first line I don't need to read in the prep? I can't. But there's a, read the first line in the prep, Mr. Zagura. Welcome into the studio on a Wednesday edition of the program. What's Wednesday? I don't know what Wednesday is. What is it? I don't know. I don't I've know how to spell it. it. Here, let me take out the red, the Pedro red pen. Pedro red write, pen. I'm going to write first Friday. Right. That's right. I mean, can you defend yourself here? How long have you been here? here? How long have you, How been, long here? you been here? Like six weeks, eight weeks? I'm out there yesterday. Six months? Yesterday, yeah. he wears his visor backwards, Connor does. Which, I, uh, listen, I haven't done that there since was I was time. a lifeguard, but I enjoy that look. It's <laughs> yeah. comfortable. Keeps the shade off the, on the neck. Off the neck. And, by the way, like somebody's like, well, why would you do Why do you wear a hat backwards? Because it just feels good. Sometimes that just, it just feels different. I like wearing a hat backwards. Same. I do when I coach. Same. So, I, uh, I created a freestyle rap in defense of Connor. Which was pretty good, and Gibe even had, Gibe even gave me props. He's like, sometimes you do things that like really impress me. <laughs> so he said, "Is that a direct quote?" That's a direct quote. Most of the time, not. not most of the time, not. But every but sometimes, every once in a while, every now and then, you really have a moment. Yeah. You really have a moment. So I have that going for me, which is nice. Very nice. But I defended Stevie, so I would th- feel like, oh, Nana, really upset. Of course. And she said, "There's no video. What's going on?" Oh no, that's a shame. Oh boy. Says we're live, Nana. <laughs> This is the idea that this happened. That there's no... Oh, my God. It's a delicious. Well-oiled machine, kids. We're rolling on all cylinders what here. A, Week one, a... here we go. I just feel like the studio, he, team. the studio that he created yeah. has some flaws. Boy. <laughs> yeah, I would say you have that. You've nailed that, sir. I was thinking about bringing By the, the way, the stream's working just fine. We're watching it on you. Are you okay. just, you're saying right. Nana's wrong? Are you yeah. calling my mom a liar? I feel like you did. I didn't call her a liar. Happened. I just said she's wrong today. Hold on. She's, hold on. She's dot, got dot, 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 dots yep. happening. I feel like you weren't like for quite a bit. Now I have you. She said we weren't there for like quite a bit. So Okay. Okay. All right. Well, okay. well she's so now, we're in. now we're in the mix. All right. Um, I, was thinking, I think he called my mom a lot. I think he did. <laughs> I was thinking about wearing the visor for the, for the, as, on the sideline, like bringing the visor great. and look back. Listen, yeah. Tarver rocks it. Tarver rocks it. He looks Incredible. great. Incredible, and I feel like you have a nice – you the, have the length that where you can flop over. That could, could flop yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you have bit. some flop ability. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I might. We'll see how it goes. Um, so we, we've got a new quarterback. We do. Allegedly. Allegedly. And we don't know the corresponding move, which is why one of those – we talk about it being an initial 53-man <laughs> roster. So – we don't know the corresponding move. So if you pick up a guy, and the Browns have claimed Kellen Mond, who was a third-round pick of the Minnesota Vikings a year ago. I'm sure they talked with Kwesi about that. A lot he of layers not to this. To, he decided not to keep him. But we right? brought him in. He's one of three quarterbacks in SEC mm-hmm. history. All right, Connor, here's your chance to redeem yourself. With the help of Gibbe, you guys can form an alliance in there. Oh, gosh. Kellen Mond is one of three quarterbacks in SEC history who have passed for more than 9,000 yards and rushed for more than 1,500 yards in their careers. Can you name the other two? 
One is currently in the NFL. Mahomes has to be one. Okay, that's it. That's, that's it. it. No, nope. he played at Texas Tech. Texas Tech. This is the Southeastern Conference, and he did, and thinking. he didn't even hold on. I gotta look up his that's rushing yards. That is all right. Well, yes, Never it's mind. on you. There's no one else to blame. <laughs> else to Who else would we blame? I, I can't blame Gibby for this. I think he's so close to Gibby that it's it's that affecting it's, him. It's seeping yeah, into it's you. It's affecting his ability to play guess the stats. Wow. Patrick Mahomes ran for 800 yards in college, so double guess, erroneous. Guess the stats. That's and just, was that's, also at Texas Tech. Yes, which, which is not continues in the to not be in the Southeastern Conference. <laughs> Although you could see it ending up there someday. No, you couldn't no. because it's Lubbock and they don't need it anymore. They've already got <laughs> Texas. They've got Texas and Texas A&M. They don't need anybody else. Uh, well, I'm just saying, if that ends up being just There's a, no roadmap that brings Lubbock into play in yeah. the SEC. Okay. All right. Uh, Gibbe. One is currently a starting quarterback in the NFL right now, and the other – was akin to Hulk Hogan at one point. <laughs> what? That's a good clue, actually. That's a very good clue. SEC quarterbacks. Yep. What were the numbers? 9,000, because now that matters, 9,000 yards passing and 1,500 yards rushing in their college careers. Kellen Mond is one. There are two others. One is currently a starting quarterback in the NFL. The other, the other was akin the to Hulk is... Hogan and is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. Correct. Even though he was for a brief period of time, some people thought he still wasn't. I, I don't know. Okay. Tim Tebow, Tebow mania. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Hulk So in order to have 9,000 yards and 1,500, you have to play a lot. A lot. And so the other was a four-year starter, I believe, at Mississippi State. Do I have mm. that right? Let, for sure three. For three. sure okay. three. Dak Prescott. Yep. Impressive. Yeah. I would not uh, – I should have had Tebow. I would not have had Prescott. Prescott. I would have had Tebow. I don't know if I would have had Prescott, like, unfettered. I might have, Yeah, I Prescott's might have... tough because it was – you know, what's crazy, I'm pretty sure this is right. In the first ever college football playoff rankings, the first ever number one team, I'm pretty sure, was Texas – or was Mississippi, Mississippi State, State. It was. In 2014. Led by. Led by Dak Prescott. I would they have considered John football would have popped into my mind, but I wouldn't have known if he would have made it on the passing. I, he definitely made it on the rushing, don't you think? Oh, for sure. He had over 1,000 yards the year he won the Heisman. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the problem is is when you think of the SEC quarterbacks who have been great in recent years, most times it's like Cam or Burrow or even Tua or Mac Jones, who, but it's like one- or two-year guys, and you really need with, three years to get there. And so is football. Football, 8,000 and 2,200. Close, only yeah. two years. So and give only him a third, the, no problem. Yeah, he would have done it had he had the third, but he didn't. Yeah. Um, look, this is w – what you have here is you're looking for similar type of players, I would assume, to the guy who's eventually going to be your starting quarterback in Deshaun Watson. So now this is a piece of clay that you can mold. Sure. He's a third-round pick a year ago. Obviously, it's rare for a third-round pick quarterback to be cut before his second season. That's pretty rare. Yep. In his time at – and he started, man, for four years at, at Texas A&M. He, he was a big recruit at A&M. He came in there. I can't remember if Jimbo Fisher recruited him or if it was the previous staff, but he was there the whole way, four-year guy at A&M. <clears throat> what you had at A&M was a guy who, by the time he's a senior, his best year, he's a 63% passer, 19 touchdowns, three picks. The thing that was always the issue with him at A&M was just the accuracy. Yep. Uh, it just wasn't there. Uh, it's 51, 57, 61, 63. So those are the completion percentages the and just 60, under 60% for the career. So he got a lot of at-bats. He played a ton against the best competition. Um, the knock on him coming out of A&M was, did, is he an elevator, right? 
do the team does he lift the teams sure. among ab- above? Sure. And the answer to that in college was no, not especially. Yeah. But this is a young guy who was viewed very, very highly by an organization that we typically think a lot about, although Quasi's there now and, and he he sent him packing, but that also could be changing coach, wanting a different style, who knows. Very and they sent he sent three of their top one hundred picks from a year ago packing. So he yeah. wasn't Kelman was not the only one uh there. By the way, the Browns now, for those of you trivia aficionados who like to go out there and, and play guess the stats with your friends like we tried to do here uh, yeah. on the reg with very little success, the Browns now have back-to-back Senior Bowl MVPs on the roster. The 2022 Senior Bowl MVP, Perrion Winfrey. The 2021 ah. Senior Bowl MVP, Kellen Mond. There you go. Yeah, there you go. He was a guy – I mean, he rose in the draft process, though. I think it was a shock when he was took in the third round. I remember being a little surprised that he was a third-round pick. But – if, in terms of style of play, a ball of clay to work with, he checks those boxes. And so he, he will come in here, and now there's got to be a corresponding move, and that's why we went into yesterday, 53 for now. Right, so there must be – you're right, there must be a move. And I'm looking up right here, recent Senior Bowl MVP. See if we have another on the roster so we why can not? have even more fun with this. So we know we got Perry on. Oh, here's one, 2016. How about this? Dak Prescott. 2015, Amir Abdullah. 2014, D. Ford. So there's some players in here. Is there a direct translation to Senior Bowl MVP and NFL success? Uh, Doesn't appear to be. No. Christian Ponder. Yeah. Well, this, to go back to recent Senior Bowl MVPs, that goes in the way back. It started it with Dak. Yeah. So there you go. He's on the roster. You got yourself your third quarterback, and he'll come in and um, – and that's the way that'll look going forward. And it's a developmental guy who can be an asset. So good, good job in, from that perspective. But there will be a corresponding move. And, of course, this is per Field Yates on Twitter. Um, Brown's also expected to sign Mike Harley and Herb Miller back to the practice squad. So Herb Miller is the one that I think is the most alarming because we talked about him yesterday with special teams. And you have an ability to bring those guys up, what is it, three times before? Three times each. Each, yep. yeah. And like I said, it, it appears you know we're going to have multiple tight ends there. That will address that portion of the things. Uh, you mentioned some of the receivers. We're going to have, yeah, there are reports of a lot of guys that are coming back that you would want. The corners, for example, Herb Miller's name has been bandied about as being back on the Browns practice squad, which will be finalized later today. And he's somebody that could very well be active week one, even though he's on the practice squad, to be the gunner against the Carolina Panthers. So something to keep an eye on. By the way, recent Senior Bowl MVPs. So I'll, I'll give you from 2014 till now. D. Ford ended up being a good pro. Amir Abdullah, fine, never great. Dak Prescott, great pro. Davis Webb, not so much. Kyle Lawletta, not so much. You know, he had a nice preseason with us, with the Richmond Spiders. Dan Dimes. Dan Dimes was a Senior Bowl MVP. Hold on, this one's going to blow your mind. Justin Herbert in 2020. Why was he at the Senior Bowl? He's a junior. He was the Senior Bowl MVP, so maybe he was not. I wonder if because of COVID they made some sort of a – 16, 17, 18, 19. No, he played four years at Oregon. 16, 17, 18, and 19. He wasn't a junior? I thought for sure he was a junior. No. Wow. Okay. All right. So he's a good one. He's He is the best. They, well, him and Dak. You look at their um, – it's funny. I was talking about them this morning. Phil the Rivers. Chargers. Phil Rivers, 2004. That one I remember. I remember Rivers. Yeah. I, I was talking about the Chargers this morning. Yeah. It defies logic based on their roster that they went nine and eight. Yeah, they're they and by the way they are much. They're even better. Much much improved. 
Yeah, that's it's a good a, football team. It's a really good football team, but it's but it, it's weird because there's no reason for the, that they were nine and eight a year ago. Well, they went aggressive sometimes that didn't help them. Now yeah. their aggressiveness against us did help them get a win. Um, I don't think that they necessarily well, they scored had... 26 in the fourth quarter of that game, 25 or 26 to in beat the us. fourth quarter to beat yeah, us. Something silly. It was like 47, yeah, but they went for it. Like we could have ended it early and said they went for it fourth and three on like their, their own, own 20. Right. <laughs> they did. And yeah. then they got a touchdown on a fourth down on that drive as well. Two mm-hmm. fourth down conversions in one drive. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, they're good. They had JC Jackson. They had a Khalil Mack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good football team. Yeah. We'll see them week five. Yes, we will. At which point the Browns need to be, I think, well above the 500 line to really go into that tough second stretch. Yeah, I mean, I think if you want to be, I agree with you. If you want to be a, if you think you're going to be a playoff team, then that you got to go three and one in the first four. Yes. Um, two and two is, is is maybe manageable, but maybe. Yes. Yes. Had a fantasy draft with not Black Cobra last night. How'd that go? Went pretty. I hate. We were number one pick. I hate it. Hated that for him. Jonathan Taylor's pretty good. It is. Got a good. But you just got to wait. Yeah, but then you had two picks. I got Javante as the second back, so that felt good. (laughs) Got that for him. Who's your number one receiver? Then he got mad at me about. So I said, "Fine, you can do the picking now," because he was got mad at me because he was he wanted to take like quarterbacks and stuff early, and I went. I'm like, bud, I'm telling you, like, I get it, but you're not going to, this is not going to be success. So I just, I said, Jesus, take the wheel, brother. Go ahead. So, you know, it's not great. It's not great beyond that. We got um, NBC. Why? Yeah, I don't know. We he were took off a quarterback to such a great start. He in the third round? Yeah. Oh, and so he had no receivers at that point? None. No. It, so he took, uh, It's a, it was a 14-team draft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Hold on, Javante Williams was picked twenty-eight. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, their kids are ten. So what I found is is that they were they want to take guys who are who they know that are good. And it's funny their mentality is like for example like he was all I finally had to jump back in because I couldn't take it anymore. And he was trying to take Kareem pretty early, and I'm like. He's like, Kareem's awesome. I'm like, yeah, he is. But, but we're not trying to build a football team to go win the Super Bowl. No. We're right. trying to build a team Stats. to accumulate statistical wins. That's right. Two very, very different things. So, I don't know. We'll see. It's kind of a, kind of an uneven team, but it was it is fun to do it. And the other two were just chomping at the bit to be involved. So, so that's like, good. That's exciting. That's awesome. So, I got I to gotta do a little league for them so that they can play too. So, yeah. they'll play amongst their friends. I've got my draft on Sunday. Are you all drafted out? I have Monday, Tuesday are my last two. That's the, how many are you in? Three of real consequence. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I used to be in more than one, and then I just found that my attention, I couldn't do it. I have, like, my, the league that I'm, I've got three leagues, and they're all, they're all of consequence. The AFFL probably gets where I'm partners with Vince, the Mrs. League. That probably is, you know, that's up there. Then the league that I'm partners with, with S. That's always fun. Being partners with us is a very entertaining time. It's a good time. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, yeah, yeah, we have fun. Yeah. Those those two are great. And then one of the greatest Ohio State athletes in, in the world, me and Doug Bloom. Beautiful. That's right. So you got that. Going to be a fun weekend on that side of things. All right. There's a lot of news around the National Football League. We will get to that coming up next. We're off and running here on a first Friday edition of Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland.
Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. There's a new way to cheer on your Cleveland Browns with the help of your favorite four-legged companion. Barking Backers presented by Milk Bone is the Browns' newest club for pet parents worldwide. Sign up today at BarkingBackers.com. Barking Backers, the fan club for dogs. Hey, uh, did you see these two little ratings things I wanted to run by you? Or do you have a funny? You want to do a funny? Yeah. I want to ask Gibbe what he means by this. Gibbe, what do you mean? My daily list of errors are long and distinguished fighting words. Just saying. You know, it's slider. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy tweeted the show and said, it's a poor worker that blames his tools. Got to side with Gibby on this one. Segura I like how- says, you're allowed to make a mistake every once in a while, Tom Bomb. Please don't make it a habit. I said, Tom, Zagura's right, except on this. You aren't wrong. And Zagura's daily list of errors are long and distinguished. Here's we need a my comment in there. Part, the punctuation the is bad in here. How are we supposed to understand what's happening in the Gibby sentences? There was the time when that hoodie was... You could. It was just. I think that's gold. yours. I think that's the. Oh, um, is it the, the other one? Yeah, yeah. It's a. I saw it in a T-shirt. My good friend Eric Bell had that on on the, on oh, the yeah. sidelines before. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh no, you're no, right. no, 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 no. That, right. That's not. Yeah, no, no, no that's nope. not. There was a time no. when wow, that thing was liquid gold. No. You think coach is going to wear it again this year? Does he break something else? I think he's got a veer. I think he's veering to the. I've only seen him so far in a gray, without sleeves, like here. Yeah, here. like a T-shirt under. No, like oh, it's and then it's a T-shirt amazing. If he just had the biceps out, just walking around. He's in. The, he gets after in the gym. I'm He's not strong. saying he doesn't. I just think it's an aggressive play yeah. for anyone over a certain age to do that. Um, I also think it's fun how um, Gibby, you're classic about you. You are. We're, you and I are usually on the same page on this. On look, it's one person on Twitter. Let's not make a big deal unless it benefits you. And then oh, then he's amplify it. Amplify no, it. I'm happy. We'll find one. I have taken many loss, and I I acknowledge my losses. I believe yesterday I gave Zagura carte blanche to run me over with the bus That's and true. back it up. That's true. But I did. That was true. I After refused. my inside the numbers. And I refuse yeah. because I have great respect and admiration for you, and I right. consider Here's, you a friend. This eh. is this is something just from a how big is football perspective. All right. Okay. Last weekend, okay. Wisconsin and Northwestern played at twelve thirty in week zero of college football. So there was no pregame up to it. There was no it was it, week zero. There was really no other was game. It Nebraska. Of note. I'm sorry, Nebraska and Northwestern. Yes, correct. In, in Nebraska Broadway. in in Ireland. Yeah. It did 4.4 million viewers at 12:30 on a Saturday in in the middle of summer. I feel okay. like they also gave away 4.1 million free beers. They did because they card. and God bless the people, the Irish. Yep. Well, yep. look, exactly. our credit cards don't work. Your beers are free, and it looks like the Nebraska fans partook. And by the score, Probably should have. They deserve to. Is that why they the called that onside kick? No, that's because their head coach is a bozo. Okay. 4.4 million. There are only two things this summer that had more ratings than that only two things the nba finals and the major league baseball all-star game that's it no preseason games hold on in in terms of uh games that counted gotcha i'm gonna get to the preseason in a second okay so the lions and sealers played a preseason game on sunday 5.8 million viewers okay wasn't that game at like four o'clock? Yeah, it was like Sunday. It was the last game of the preseason. Just a weird, yes, weird, a weird afternoon, afternoon game. Yeah, it did. The five point eight million is more than any of the NBA's Christmas Day games did. That's unreal. Yeah, that's the NBA's big day. Now the NBA had to go against the NFL on Christmas Day, and they will again this year, and probably will from here on out. But <sighs> that was but, a tough one. That's a, that's a yeah. tough L. Boy, a lot of L's. <laughs> that was a tough too. one. Hated a to swallow. Week. 
Here's another one that's even more stupefying. The two weeks ago, the Lions played the C no, the Steelers played the Seahawks in a preseason game on the NFL network on a Saturday night. It went head to head with Fox Major League Baseball, Yankees Red Sox. The the fur that preseason game won. And you say, Well, yeah, it's football, I get it. Fox is on forty million more homes than the NFL network, and it's still won. It wasn't on network television. It was on NFL, NFL Network. network. Yeah. It's because these guys play each other like 20 times a season. It's because football is wins Football's the king. by 100 miles and seconds eighth. And it's it's the NFL, it's college, and then it's a gulf between everything else. Yeah. And it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and the other sports are dying off from a rating standpoint. But the crazy thing is that they all still make a ton of money because you have to have something to fill the programming content. Here's something I have a question for you on. And I'd be, I don't know. I don't know the answer to this. This has just popped into my head because, and this is my world, so it feels bigger. But, like for example, does do does a major championship Sunday, U.S. Open, the Open, Masters, does that beat like Red Sox? Oh yeah, Yankees on Fox? for sure. That's what I think. I feel like yeah, like I, and I I know there are people who love baseball. I grew up loving baseball. I just it's at this point it's not it's over. It's not in my life. You make a like, decision. You have so much time in your life where you're going to consume entertainment. 162. It's too much. And I, you make a decision not to. Yeah. And I a just, lot have. I wouldn't even know what was going on right now. If you didn't tell me that, that, like, that there is a Red Sox. I didn't even see an ad for it. I have no recollection of it. The one thing that I could think of that's happened that would make me think it was baseball is they played, like, a Field of Dreams game that bombed not that long ago. Within the last month, I'd say. Yeah. But other than that, like, I don't even – I have no clue what's going on. No, I – it's this is this is what's happening and it's interesting you say that because we you know we talk a lot about on the social how you have the information silos because i'm not following a bunch of baseball people i i really have no idea unless like one of somebody a buddy of mine or somebody else who i follow them for other information unless they push it to me i really don't i don't see any of it i see stuff i follow you know the big picture stuff yeah. but that's you know, you know, Tom McCarthy did our preseason and he's the play by play guy for the Phillies. So I follow mm-hmm. him still. So I still see some of his and I see Andre who mm-hmm. does, you know, for the Guardians. And so I see his stuff. But other than that, like there's it's all football. It's all football. Yep. those numbers are just sobering, though. The idea of that. Well, it's sobering crazy. unless this is your business. <laughs> then it's a pretty good one for you. Right. The idea. So and by the way, let's let's bring it back to another conversation we had earlier in the week. I, I was dead wrong. The preseason doesn't need nothing needs to change. It's still a juggernaut. It's a juggernaut. I mean, I don't I don't think the games are very good. I don't think the product's very good, but it doesn't matter because you're still consuming it yes. more than anything else by a wide margin. Yes. It doesn't matter. You don't need to change it. You don't need to show practices. You don't need to show scrimmages of ones. No one cares if it's ones versus ones. You need a hundred yard field. You need touchdowns. You need interceptions. You need first downs. And then the rest of it we can all just talk ourselves into. Yep. Yep. 100%. Totally agree. My father last night at dinner starts breaking things down. And I said, Dad, did you watch, like, do you watch a lot of the pre? He goes, I watched every minute of all three games. Mm-hmm. I need uh, this. I need this. This didn't go right. Mm-hmm. This. Why did this happen? I'm like, Dad, it's preseason. It's three <laughs> games. He's like, I'm not. It's the Browns. When the Browns yep. are on, you watch the Browns. Well, the crazy thing is, is unlike the other sports, the other sports are very regional in nature. Yep. You care about your team in your region. There are a great deal of Guardian fans around here. There are a great deal of Cavs fans around here. But if you're not in this market or you don't have a tie to Northeast Ohio, you don't care about either one of those teams. 
period. Baseball is the worst of it. You don't care at all, even if they're super-duper stars like Otani with the Angels and what he's doing, which is historic. Nobody cares. I don't even know if anybody in L.A. cares, let alone the rest of the country. They don't rate. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. And the NBA, there's some transcendent superstars, but not much. It's a little – it's better than baseball. It's not as bad as baseball, but it's nowhere near. We will – if football's on, we consume it. It doesn't matter who's playing. We watch it. Whether the games count or not. NFL or college. And that'll be interesting to see where, like, if the XFL can go, the Dude. USFL. Yeah, that's it. Because that's the good point out of you. You don't have to – they're not competing with the NFL. Not at all. They're competing with everybody else. Yes. And that, that's, a, that's a winnable – Yes. That's a winnable competition. So can you do two and a half million? That's all you need. Right. That's it. Yeah. And I think they can. And I think they can, too. By the way, shout out. Big shout out to my guy, Brian Westbrook was mm-hmm. just named the director of player engagement for the XFL. Said he'll sure be responsible for all aspects of the league's player engagement program, including developing and leading initiatives to enhance professional development. Let's go. That's big for him. Great. What a great ambassador Working for with that the brand. Working with The Rock. Not too shabby. Yeah. That Ohio State-Notre Dame game is going to be – Oh, baby. I would – last night I was talking to a few of my buddies because we'll be down there this weekend – and I'm pretty sure 90% of the people that are going there do not have a ticket. It might be as high as 95%. I think they'll have. I think it'll be upwards of 350,000 people around that stadium. Yeah. Saturday night. Yeah. We start with kegs and eggs at about 10 a.m. <sighs> Smart play out of you. Just make sure you get there. It's a marathon, kids. Can he yeah, say that? Without, not a doesn't he owe you like a royalty for he saying that? He should owe me. A, should. It's the least he could do. Um, no, it will be. I and by there's not another primetime game that night. That's. They'll own it. Not to them. By Notre way, Dame, Ohio State. Those are two of the three biggest brands. Oh man! From a rating standpoint, it's going to be electric. It's going to be a monster. I talked to a couple of my friends about that game. JOK and Denzel Ward yesterday. We'll have that for you. How uh, we're, we're, when are you where's that going to run? Are we earn that here tomorrow night on the, the coaches show. show. That's what's. This is a fair thing for that. We can then put it. We'll we'll run it. At, do, what, are, do we? Are we? Even, you're up against tomorrow. You're seven. So you're you're not that's so you will you know that's actually a nice little opportunity for you boys because there's great college football tomorrow night. There's the backyard brawl. West Connor's Virginia going Pitt. to the backyard brawl. Is he a WVU or Pitt guy? Pitt. 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 Um, seventy-five percent Mountaineers in the stands for that one. Esteban, be careful. It's no shocker, man. Yeah, that's they come up. You play in an NFL stadium. Their quarterback had some very intense words campus. for them. Do you know it's USC against USC quarterback? Keaton Slovis is the quarterback at Pitt, who was the quarterback at SC. And uh, JT Daniels is the quarterback at West Virginia, who was also the quarterback at USC. Daniels went to Georgia in between, but they were both on the same team at USC, what and you, now they're quarterbacking. Did other. you hear what he said about the whole state of West Virginia? Which one? The quarterback of Pitt. Slovis? Yeah. How would he know? He's a Southern California kid. How would he have anything to say? Disparaging remarks? Yeah, he said, basically, in the parlance of our times, screw him. Ah! Okay. See, that's fun. There's also Purdue and Penn State is Thursday night as well. So you guys can lead right into it. That'll be fun. Uh, let's go around the NFL. Players uh, who have signed today after the cutdowns, our guy Blake Hantz, claimed by the 49ers. Yeah. You knew that that wouldn't take long. He's a he's a NFL player for sure and one that was going to find a home. We, we just have too many offensive linemen is the reality of it. Yeah. Tyler Johnson, the wide receiver, signs with the Texans. Sony Michelle visiting with the Chargers. O.J. Howard, we talked about him on the show yesterday. He's expected to sign with the Bengals. He's down there trying to pass a physical. I know he visited this morning. They claimed Devin Asiasi, who was from UCLA, third-round pick of the Patriots, cut 
the Bengals claimed him. So I wonder if that puts them, if they still remain in the market for a tight end or if that satisfies their thirst for that position. Wasn't Howard in, weren't they reporting Howard was in Cincinnati this yeah, morning? Yeah, taking a physical. But listen, they would know, know at noon if they got a tight end that they liked or not. Yeah. Are, are they going to add two tight ends to the 53? Are they going to claim this guy and immediately cut him? I don't know. They have Hurst, too. Yeah, Hayden Hurst, former that Raven, former is, Falcon. That's beastly. Yeah. Um, Alex Leatherwood, the former first-round pick of the Raiders, claimed by the Bears. Remember, they made him um, they made him available yesterday. That, by the way, he's getting a lot of flack for this. That's not on him. He wasn't graded as a first-round pick. They reached. He was a third-round pick, most people thought. Right. Correct. They reached. It's on them, not him. Um, the Cowboys released all their quarterbacks behind Dak Prescott. Not fan, not a big fan of Ben DiNucci, Cooper Rush, or Will Greer. Unreal. Speaking of West Virginia, former West Virginia quarterback Will Greer. Yep. There. Uh, Bill's quarterback, Tredavious White, will begin this season on the reserve pup list while still recovering from his ACL injury. No surprise there. That was in week 12. So not too much of a surprise on that. Anything else jump out to you from a uh, signing standpoint? No, not yet. I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, what happens because remember there are two waves to this so you're going to have this wave of claims the bears for example claimed six people that means more than 10 percent of their roster will be released today Mm -hmm. so you're going to have the first wave then you're going to have another wave off of those releases which will be smaller and then maybe another smaller wave after that you know ripples as they drop a pebble into a lake yeah but there yeah I'm just curious to see how that goes. There's still some veteran names out there that are not on football teams. Joe Hayden definitely can still play. Um, you know, Will Fuller is still out there. Do teams? Does oh, Joe want to? Yeah, does he's, he's been okay. training and everything. Yeah, so I think that we'll see how that that stuff all plays out as it as it goes forward here. But this is a, a time of great kind of I would say there's going to be a lot of flux here in the National Football League around the league as these things come in. And I think right now, if you're you know, a Browns fan, what you're looking at is, okay, number one, who was the corresponding move to bring Kellen Mond in here? Who was, who was being released? And then the practice squad. And, and then you'll see, you know, within the next day or so, I have imagined we'll have this kind of finalized, the team that we will be taking to Carolina. And there you go. Yeah. So just from a all, – all waiver claims are in today. Everything's done by 4 o'clock. Is that so? Waiver claims are done. Four o'clock today is the deadline to put somebody on the injured reserve. Okay. Which Wa- would, waiver claims are by noon. Noon, and that's done. That's it. And so then, you have to make a move by four at four o'clock today. You've so got to be we at will have to have a corresponding move for the Kellen Mond claim between now and four o'clock. Yes, I've seen nothing yet on that. Same. So, um, all right, there you go. All right, coming up next, Coach from the podium. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. My friends, the Bath Authority can give you that bathroom of your dreams. You transform your current bathroom into a custom bath for a spa-like experience. Let the Bath Authority make it a reality for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors. The Bath Authority is our area's premier bath and shower remodeler with expert factory-trained installers. Call now for 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel. That number is 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com. 
It's where affordability meets quality. They have the largest selection of bath projects. They're all made in the United States. Change your bathroom from outdated to outstanding. Acrylic tubs that insulate and keep the heat in. Tub to shower conversions. They do it all with superior products and expert installers at the Bath Authority. Uh, all right, here's Coach at the podium. Let's have a listen from yesterday. What's it like telling an undrafted rookie like DeAnthony that you're, you're going to achieve your dream and, and make that, that initial 53? Yeah, I didn't get – I wasn't the one who told him, uh, but – as you can imagine, for all these guys, this is a—it's oftentimes it's a dream uh, for your for every rookie, you're drafted or undrafted. It's a dream to make that 53. It's hard to make that 53, so I'm really proud of those guys. They—it's—it's uh, it's, it was a very very difficult decision in a bunch of areas, uh, but the guys that you're fortunate enough to keep, you're excited for them. Kevin, I, I know obviously the last few days are tough days because you have to guys and cut guys but at the same time does it feel like a switch sort of flips now towards week one it does yeah for sure it definitely flips towards week one you know it's it's odd to have 53 guys out here just the sheer number of players because you can't have a practice squad out here just yet uh, so just having the the lines looking so short there when you're doing routes versus air it looks always strange on that first day but uh, yeah tough couple days uh, like we've talked about all along if you're making tough decisions you know, so you're doing something right from a roster perspective. How complete is the roster right now? I think we'll see, Tony. Like we've, we talked about before, you know, sometimes that first 53 isn't the final one. Uh, and really, it evolves the entire season also. Uh, so I think it remains to be seen. Hey, Kevin, I feel obligated to ask you this. Um, you, if you haven't heard, uh, Baker told a sideline side reporter that he wants to F up the Browns in an opener with you have a response to that? I mean, I'm not gonna get involved in that type of thing, Jeff. Uh, as you know, it's Carolina week. Uh, I get how unique it is that Baker's a starting quarterback for the Panthers. Uh, we're really gonna focus on on putting a plan together to beat the the Panthers. That's really our focus. Kevin, has the defense kind of been phased out of what you guys do, or might you bring one back? Yeah, I think we'll see. It's probably the easiest way to answer that. Uh, we have a bunch of different ways we can go offensively. Uh, and it's really, it can be by game uh, specific, so we'll see how that goes. Keep it keep all four of those running backs active for a game? You could, sure. On to, off that, keeping five running backs, just what does it speak uh, to the talent that you have in that room? It's pretty unusual to keep that many in that position. It's a very, very competitive room, uh, as we've talked about a lot. Uh, feel really good about all those guys, they all have different skill sets. Um, so that, that's the exciting part for us as coaches. We got guys that are good football players, but everybody does something a little bit differently. Only uh, five wide receivers, although Felton probably just bounces one too unofficially. How do you feel right. about that group going into week one? Yeah, feel good. Uh, I, I know it's uh, gotten a lot of questions about that room, and I feel good about those guys. Michael, I mean, he hadn't been on the field since the first week of August. What was it that you saw in him that even though he, was, he wasn't able to practice, you know, you felt good enough to keep him on the yeah, it, it's a, there's a balance there. Uh, obviously, you want him to be healthy and, and, and available, and, and I think he's getting really, really close to that. Uh, but, you know, we draft him for a reason, feel strongly about the player. Drew Fultz was kind of a surprise to some of us. I mean, he survived an opt-out mm -hmm. season-ending injury. How did he make this case? Worked really hard. Uh, you know, you mentioned that the season that he, he was away there. Uh, came back in great shape, uh, very eager to work. One of the hardest workers, definitely one of the strongest guys on the team. Uh, so he's at a really good training camp in preseason. When you think about
about Bell going to four different colleges? Does that even make it even more amazing? He's had a, that's a unique story. And, uh, you know, he's earned it for sure. Just he's taken uh, a, a different path than most. Yeah, again, I think with that 53, it's a puzzle. You're trying to put it together as best you can. Um, and really, it's our job with, uh, with Andrew and the personnel staff and the coaches to you know, talk about how we want to play and, and what we need and where we're going. Uh, so those are tough des decisions to make, but you'd love to keep everybody, as we know you can. Good stuff there from Coach. I wanted to – you and I were saying something as, between us as we were hearing Coach talk yesterday after practice. Sure. Felton's a receiver. Yes. That's right. He's, so, a, he's a receiver. He doesn't even – what's funny to me is you get that question, and I realize that he's listed as a running back and it has to do with the number that he wears, but you get that question, you're out there watching the individual periods. Mm -hmm. Where is he? With the wide receivers. He's Correct. not with the running backs. The yeah. running backs are Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Dearness Johnson, and Jerome Ford. The four of them, Wisnup Mitchell, that's it. He does every single route with the receivers. Right. He's a wide receiver. Correct. Period. The yep. end. He is. Um, and Coach, you know, he, he t you heard Jake ask the question about the wide receivers. Do you have confidence in that? Coach saying, yes, I do. There's no other answer he's going to give to that other than he does because they're his well, guys. He's not going to say, no, I don't have confidence in any of them. We're terrible. <laughs> Never going to say that. No, you're not going to. Even be. if he thought you're in not the deepest that. recesses of his brain. Right. So the, the probable, the thing that I do think would be interesting and I do think is a fair question is, what do you see in this room that some of us have not? And that's and you're probably still not going to get the answer that you're hoping for on that. Um, but I think and I've been I've questioned it for a month. I think they feel like they like their guys. And, you know, that that's something that they're going to they didn't make any claims on any receivers today. Doesn't mean that you could well, have something. We don't know that. Well, that's true. Well, oh, yeah, that's true. We only know the one. That's true. They could have made claims, but those people could have could been, have been taken snatched early. Up. We didn't we didn't claim one. I turned, have we seen many receivers claim today? Yeah, to, the, been a couple. I think that probably the number one claim or one of the first claims made was Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson. Houston. Yeah. So the Browns could have put a claim on him and they would have just not been able to get him because it goes that's by standings. Yeah. Um, in terms of trading for one between now and the start of the season, it's just hard. It's a premium position. It's, really tough. it's just a tough thing to do. Now, you know, we're there, you're hearing people talking about Denzel Mims uh, being available. You know, they, Robert Sala said in his he's not being held hostage here because he's yeah. requested a trade. They kept him on the 53. You know, but does he necessarily solve your problems? That's the thing. Like, there isn't a panacea out there. SAT word. Might I love be very panacea. Proud. panacea. I was going to go elixir, but yeah. I love panacea even yeah. more. What it's a, a cure-all. It really is a cure-all. Um, that doesn't exist. So, you know, there are guys out there, you know, that, that could maybe, you know, come in and help that have proven that they can do it in the league. But so far they are nowhere. You know, we don't know where, for example, Odell Beckham Jr. is in his rehab. He's somebody mm -hmm. who knows our offense and certainly I think would be open to coming back here. But when's he even ready? He got hurt in the Super Bowl. So probably not anytime November. soon. November. Will Fuller, probably not, you know, for some reason he has not found a home in the NFL despite productivity a few years ago. Now we are a few years removed from that productivity. There just isn't that, that like I said, there's no panacea out there. So what he would say is, 
we're shopping at a store that doesn't have just like stud receivers out there. Okay. No. So how do we do this? We maximize what we've got, you know, Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples Jones and the David Bell. Those guys are your top three. And I think David Bell looked very good in the preseason, actually ended up leading us in receiving in the preseason. Uh, Anthony Schwartz, the key. I will tell you, I was out there yesterday. He caught every single ball that was thrown to him. Mm -hmm. He has had multiple good weeks of practice. So they see that, and I think they're just saying, okay, let that just translate to the field. Sure. It hasn't. It hasn't. We know five drops in the preseason. Obviously, too many. Mm -hmm. It's not a finished product. The guy that they're hoping, Mike Woods, returned to practice yesterday. I think they like Mike Woods a lot. Nice news. That's, that's well, he a, was really good the first two weeks of camp. Too, very good. week of camp, anyway. Yeah, very good. And so injury. he's somebody that has to be, you know, that perhaps ends up being a guy of consequence. Felton can be a slot receiver for you. You're going to hodgepodge it together offensively, but again, this is not a team that I would expect is going to try to drop back and throw it 40 times a game like you no. would with Watson. Now, Watson would elevate the talent of everybody in that room, as John McClain told us, but this is a time to lean on Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and to lean on your excellent defense. That's how we're going to win games. If you're thinking that this is a team that's going to go out there and play 11 personnel exclusively and throw the ball all over the yard exclusively, that's not who we're going to be that's not who we are so that's it i was just was curious from a um because i you nailed it we've talked about this a lot though in terms of um carries per game and i was thinking looking at derrick henry in 2021 in eight games it was 27 carries a game 27.4 carries a game for henry Jeez. last year which is crazy to average that. Um, but I think the more the numbers that are more applicable to our guys is you say to yourself, well, how many plays are there in a game? What percentage of those can be rushes? So Henry, who's at the top end of the carries game, was 23.6 in 2020 when he had 2,000 yards. If Nick Chubb is upwards in that 20 range, even the year before Henry ran for 1540 on 20 carries a game. Yep. If Nick Chubb is in the 20 carries a game and Kareem Hunt is in the 15 touches per game, and you still have Dearness and Ford, that's where the majority of your work's going to be done. Now, there's a specific script for that. It's imperative that you're ahead. Yeah. And your defense has to be great. Yeah. But that's the roadmap. Nick Chubb has been right around 16 carries a game the last two years. Yes. So people act if like he can he's get not four getting... more a game, then he's to where, close to where Henry was when he ran for 1540. He's still seven a game less than when Henry was when he ran for 2027. Yes. Um, yeah, I think you could get him to 20, and I don't see any reason why you wouldn't. Uh, you are you have an opportunity here to – you have the depth to, to withstand things, but you've got to lean on your best player, and I think that involves having him on. Look, the truth is you're going to run 60-ish plays a game. Mm -hmm. So if you're at 35 touches for running backs, that's probably too high, right? That's not even having him catch a ball. He's going to catch, you know, one or two a game. Well, I think if it's touches between the two, it's more than fine. That's still a lot of touches to your backs. It's almost 60 67%. Plays. Yeah. I don't know. They ought to. They got to be a big number. They got to sure. be 60% of the offense. They're going to be, I think, a big a big part of the of the offense. So we'll yeah. see what ultimately ends up happening. We'll see what ends up happening here again. And, and for the Browns, you know, that is. 
That's the path on offense, right? You have to have a devastating ground game, which we should. You've got to be able to throw the football when you need to and then also take advantage of opportunities that present themselves in the play-action game and manage the game. Don't put yourselves in any bad spots offensively and don't put the defense on any short fields. Give them an yep. opportunity to put you into short fields. And so that's this isn't we're this isn't we're not going to be a track team in terms of just going out there and like, you know, Bills Chiefs and putting up 50 a game. That's not going to happen. So this is our path. And I do think you could see quite a bit of Nick Chubb this year. And I think it would behoove the Browns to have them both on the field together quite a bit this year. I think that that's a thing that, you know, we could do some two, um, two touch, you know, two running back, one tight end, two receiver, the old school pro set, mm -hmm. but that the versatility to use Kareem in a variety of ways makes that very, very different. So just to give you, uh, just to further try and wrap your head around the Derrick Henry, yes. where he was on pace to do last year. It, he was averaging 30 touches a game through eight games by and, himself. And then he got, and he got and then hurt. He got dinged. 30 touches. That's a lot. Man, that's a lot. I have no human. problem. So Nick Chubb. Last year, Jonathan Taylor in the 18-11 season, was, he was 19.5 totes a game was the average. For Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor 19.5. Okay. So if Kareem got to there. I'm sorry, if Nick got to 19.5. That's good. That's an extra three carries a game. That's how you get to that. So Nick that Chubb's number. busiest year ever. Actually, turns out was 2019, 18.6 rushes a game, 2.3 receptions a game, so basically 21 touches a game. Mm -hmm. We were not good that year. Right. Nothing that's saying that's his fault. No. But he was very productive that year. He ended up giving you basically, you know, almost 1,800 total yards and eight total touchdowns. Whereas last year he gave you, in 14 games, gave you – basically 1,400 total yards and nine touchdowns the year before that in 12 games, 1,200 total yards and 12 touchdowns. So he's consistently around 100 total yards and a touchdown a game, even under Stefanski. That's a massive impact. Huge. That's a massive impact. So yes, his best year did not correspond with our best year in terms of volume and workload, which was 2019. All right, coming up next, uh, some NFL preseason season predictions for the 2022 season. You'll hear from DeAnthony Bell. Great story there. Uh, we'll do a little bit of better or worse Coming up as well here in the final hour, you listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Rumpke Waste Recycling, family-owned and operated. Whether you join them as a customer or as an employee, become part of the family. Visit Rumpke.com to learn more. And I think we have the corresponding move to the Mond claim. Yeah, it feels that way. Nothing official from the Browns, but Isaac Rochelle, the Browns' defensive end, tweeting out, and I quote, just got released. I'm highly disappointed. Don't know how this will play out yet, but for now I'd like to show gratitude for all my coaches at the Browns. And, and you know, when we were looking at it, where this could come from, we felt that ultimately there would be five defensive ends on the 53. So I don't know if I get a point back for that or not. But yeah. there were six defensive ends on the initial 53. The Browns making move down to five. So you still have Garrett Clowney, Alex Wright, Chase Winovich, and Isaiah Thomas. I think Rochelle would certainly be welcome back onto the practice squad if he were amenable to that. I think he has a chance to get claimed somewhere else as well. I thought he had an excellent preseason. I know the coaches liked him very much. I know the staff liked him very much. I know the front office liked him very much. But it is a numbers game mm -hmm. at some point. And, you know, the place now where if you were to say the Browns were to make another move, 10 offensive linemen feels like 
a big number. So that would be the other spot if there's to be a move. Now the Browns also now have perfect balance, 25-25, with Mon being the third quarterback uh, behind Brissett and Dobbs and losing, obviously, Isaac Rochelle from the defensive side. So you'll have five DNs, 40 tackles, six linebackers, five corners, five safeties. I'm not going to give you your point back because okay. you didn't have three quarterbacks. I don't need it. So you, you're staying at 50. What were you, 50 out of 53? 51. 51 out of 53. 51. So you're staying there. Fine. Nice try. Thank Appreciate you. the effort. Thank you. Latest uh, waiver wire news from around the league. We've got that from NFL.com. 2022 NFL season award predictions. Who wins the MVP? Defensive player of the year. Rookie year. Um, all right. Here's Let's do our own on this. You want to do this now? Our predictions for the season? Season MVP? When, when are we going to do like our divisional picks and all that? Is that next week? We'll do that? Like, who's winning the division? Yeah, I was thinking we would do it next week. Yeah, we always yeah, do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Awards. next week we'll do That's that. when I get in the spreadsheet. We, then we yeah, then we have everything's in the spreadsheet. Oh, baby. I mean, next week we're doing scores. Scores! It's unbelievable. We're there. Unders. Um, Jalen Rager. Lines. We have a trade. Not uh, with the Browns. Jalen oh, Rager. Jalen Rager, former first-round pick. Being traded to the Minnesota Vikings. The... Uh, Philly is getting a seventh rounder in 2023 and a conditional 2024 fifth that could become a fourth if certain statistical marks are met. Okay. I like that move for the Vikings. Kick the tires on him. And the Eagles had a ton of depth at receiver anyway. He wasn't going to be able to crack it. So Former first-round pick out of TCU, picked right before Justin Jefferson in that draft. One pick Isn't before. Oh, boy. And now they will be teammates. Um, seventh and a fourth. It's actually – now I'm see, be, saying that it's being written differently. It's a seventh and a conditional fourth that would de-escalate to a fifth if certain statistical marks are not met. I mean, it's the same way of saying the same thing. It's either yeah. a fifth that becomes one way a fourth, or the other, the if they are met, or a fourth that becomes fifth, one way or the other. Um, so that's so Jalen Rager on the move there. And he was somebody that the Browns, I don't believe, had much interest in. Um, the Vikings well, we obviously did. we got a first-hand look at him. We did. And look, here's something you have to remember, too, is if, if Howie Roseman has soured on one of his own first-round picks two years into their career – Andrew Barry and Howie Roseman are very close. They spent a ton of time together here. My guess is that there was a very strong reason for that and that that reason would have been passed on to, to AB, and that's probably why the Browns were not necessarily in that market. All right, let's do this now. Uh, this is NFL.com. So what they have here is the, the odds for everybody to win these awards. So rather than say, here's who I think is going to win it, Let's take the idea of who's what bet do we like based on the choices given. Okay, so the most valuable player, the number one pick amongst the NFL.com experts was Josh Allen. Uh, he is plus 700 to win the MVP. He is the betting favorite. The number two choice was Justin Herbert at plus 900 um, by those guys, but he was not the number two betting choice. The number two betting choice was Patrick Mahomes at plus 800. Burrow is plus 1300. He was third. Derek Carr was the was tied for fifth plus 3,000, Lamar Jackson plus 2,000, Aaron Rodgers plus 1,000. If you put Derek Carr in there, you should be banned from voting on it. I think they're just saying – they don't think they're going to win. I think they're saying he's plus 3,000. Hold so on a second. A nice yeah. No, no, no. Like, those – there was a panel of NFL.com people that – No, voted. no, I understand. We but understand. don't you think it's predicated on the plus 3,000? plus 3,000. I, I even starred him. You said star – I would put money yeah. on Herbert, and I would put money on Derek Carr. I love those odds. You've got – 
he could have a monster to statistical season. And if they end up winning their division, he's going to be, he has a chance to be the MVP and he's throwing the ball to Devonte Adams, Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. Like he could have a monster season. I starred that. I think that's, I a, think it's I, what it is. It's of I don't the think value they, they're not, it's va- the value of it. It's pl- he's plus three. Th- that's why these numbers are in here. Cause they're saying the best bet. Yeah. It's the best bet. It's the best bet. Um, I'll tell you, I'm, I, I don't have a problem with Burrow at 1300 plus 1300 at Burrow is not bad either. It's not 3000. It would be, but st- they're going to be a monster. It would, and you know, we, we're not, we don't get Watson until week 12. You think, I mean, they could run away from this division. The Ravens are nursing injuries. They're still not all the way healthy at running back. Lamar Jackson's flirting with other teams. They could get out, you know, if we're six and five, 11 games in and they're nine and two, they play a tougher schedule, eight and three. For sure. He's a darling of the league. I don't know. I, I don't know. Super Bowl 13. hangover. It would be it's unprecedented. It's typically the case. Be unpre- but there aren't too many instances where – how many instances with the Super Bowl hangover do you have franchise quarterback young team in their prime? I don't know. Usually it feels like it's the Matt Ryan, Nick Foles. Like, you know, the next year after the Super Bowl, it's usually that type of situation, not an ascending team. This is such a young yeah, team. Like Cam was the MVP, and then the next year Carolina was not good. Yeah. I also find it fascinating on this list that there's not at least one mention of Tom Brady. I yeah. What his odds are. Yeah, that you'd, you'd have to be the odds. I mean, I think Mahomes is going to be the MVP. If I had to pick who's going to win the MVP, I think it's going to be Mahomes. Do yeah. you know that he's or thrown – Or the winner of that division? <laughs> well, I think they'll win the division. He's in, He's thrown 18 18- – passes in the preseason Mahomes has how many different receivers have caught passes from Patrick Mahomes on those 18 passes um, here's a guess the stats 12 okay. well that would be really extreme but yeah you say he's thrown 18 18 completed 18 how many he's completed receivers? 18 to how many different receivers nine. obviously we're going high so yeah. nine 10 so their whole operation good job both of you um their whole operation is going to be right. you did because you were under you can't go can't go over um, their whole operation is going to be see it, flick it. Yeah, which is good for and him. He'll too often he was, he was locked up. into to, uh, Tyreek Hill. So I, I think Mahomes, if I had to pick the guy who I think is going to win the MVP, that would be the, my choice. Okay. All right, offensive player of the year. Now, we don't have the odds on this one, though, right? No, it doesn't look like there. No it's odds on this one. It's weird that we don't. It is weird that we don't. So they have Justin Jefferson winning. He gets seven votes for offensive MVP. So that what they're banking on here is – what offensive MVP ought to be is you just can't name a quarterback. Basically. How MVP about the fact that quarterback. you know who won this last year? Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Not even listed. I think people think he was fake, which is crazy. He There's won the triple crown. There's nothing fake about it. Our guy Dan Hansis with Christian McCaffrey, who'd have to be healthy for an entire season to pull that off. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, no thanks. Justin Jefferson with seven votes. Sure. I the love only him. way that that I love him too, but the only way that happens is if they win a lot, and they're not going to win a lot. I don't think. Taylor's the clear choice on this. I think, probably the betting favorite too. Debo, I don't see that. Weird that Cup doesn't get a yeah, vote. That's also weird. We don't have odds. It's the only one we don't have odds on offensive player of the year. Yeah. By the way, isn't that usually a line item? How many times is it different from the MVP? Last year. Is it a lot? And then I Derek, so. did Derrick Henry Derrick win Henry's an offensive one player yeah, of the year? Like, it's, did Michael it's Thomas like won an offensive player of the year? The best non-quarterback. Non-quarterback. Basically. I wonder yeah. if he'll ever bounce back, Michael Thomas, or if he's just cooked. We'll find out. This is the year if he's going to. 
got all that money, caught, what did he catch, 150 balls that one year in New Orleans? Michael Thomas? Something crazy. Yeah. Defensive player of the year, Micah Parsons, the pick at plus 1,000. Wow. Miles is the second betting choice uh, behind Donald and Watt. They're both plus 700. I like. I think Miles is poised. Well, give me Certainly. Miles. I'll give you another one. I love the odds on Bosa at plus 2,000. Which Bosa? Joey. Now he's got Khalil Mack on the other side. Yeah. I like that. I like that at plus 2,000. I didn't realize what a dominant season Nick Bosa had last year. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, those backyard football games? No. Those two? Outrageous. And you've seen the dad and uncle? Too bad they weren't, like, the wedding no crashers. No one was taking it easy on the boys. Could you imagine if, if they were the wedding crashers and they went out there and Bradley Cooper's, like, bully character oh was trying God. to, like, rough up the Bosa's and instead he ended up, like, in the Chesapeake Bay? The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would have ended up in the Chesapeake Bay. There's no question. It would not have ended well for anybody. No. Offensive Rookie of the Year, Chris Olave, the number one choice, plus 1,400. Problem there is that is he going to get enough targets Yeah, is a little tricky. I'm go- Give me uh, give me Damian Pierce. I think he's going to have a great opportunity. I bet this was done before he was now named the starter yeah. in Houston. George Pickens, the number two choice, plus 1,000. Kenny Pickett, plus 900. Brees Hall is plus 1,200. Where is Brees Hall? Jets. Jets. Uh, Pierce, as you mentioned, he will be the starting quarter or uh, starting running back in Houston. Drake London. Drake London's an interesting one because they're going to be bad and they're going to throw a lot, and they have Drake London and Kyle Pitts as the only two people to throw the ball to. Like yeah. I feel like he's got to have just it's was opportunity. He up in the preseason, I have no idea. I have, I, I, I think I London was. He was I wasn't battling following something. him closely. Christian Watson plus six hundred. He came in late. Uh, the kid out of North Dakota State who is at uh, in Green Bay. No, I want to give me what, give me some Sky Moore odds. Yeah, Sky Moore should I've be in there. I would take Sky Moore. I've talked to people with Kansas sure. City who feel like there's going to be a spot for him. Wasn't our fantasy guy on? The Guru, he mentioned yeah. him yesterday. Yes. Like Huge Sky Moore A lot guy. of people are, are high on, on Sky Moore that there could be some trickeration with him and, and Andy Reid. I wonder what the odds are for him being Offensive Rookie of the Year. Defensive Rookie of the Year, Aiden Hutchinson, the pick at plus 450. He seems like a dude. If you watch Hard Knocks. He does seem like a dude. He seems like he's been uh, – yeah, he seems like he's very good. I'm a, I like Karloftis. Plus 2,000. At those chief. odds, a chief, and, and he's been like a beast in the preseason. He has. He was really good at Purdue. I like those Jaquan odds. Brisker, plus 4,000. Somebody had him on the on the, wrist, on the list here. Adam Rank. Adam Rank. I'd have to know more about Jaquan Brisker before I could. I would, too. Comeback player of the year, Jameis Winston, the leader. He's plus 500. I'll go he certainly has all the weapons that you would need. Give to be comeback player of the year. McCaffrey's got to stay healthy. That's it. He's yeah. got everything else. But, I mean, I I'd, I'd t- like those odds for it. Yeah, plus 900, sure. Khalil Mack's Some interesting, interesting candidates. Khalil Mack at plus 2,500. Oppos- I just mentioned. just op- he, Right. It's the same thing would apply, right? He's opposite Bosa. It shook. With Michael Thomas. By the way. Plus 1,800. Shout out. Shook got engaged over the weekend. Yeah, shout out to Nick Shook. What a Congrats, job, brother. Nick Shook. Yes. Congratulations. There'll be a future time. Mrs. Nick Shook. Mrs. Nick Shook. Congratulations. That was really good in-sync clapping, too. That was gorgeous. Uh, Coach of the Year, Sean McDermott. You're not going to win it when you're expected. That's the Ohio State thing. That's why their Coach of the Year. Big Ten Coach of the Year never goes to a Buckeye because they're always expected. Yeah. So Staley's plus 1,300. Doug Peterson plus 1,500. I like that one. Me too. Frank Reich, 18, Nick Sirianni, Tomlin, Dennis Allen, Belichick. I don't mind a little on John Josh Hart. McDaniels. Josh McDaniels plus 2,200. 
That division is so tough. brutal. So tough. Absolutely. The brutal. Sirianni one's interesting based on that Eagle. I like Sirianni. I, I agree. Think the Eagles I agree, Gibby. I think they're going to win their division. I do, too. Yeah. I think they are as well. One of the great stories of camp was DeAnthony Bell. He was available yesterday after making the 53. We'll have that for you coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And the Land on Demand is now free in the palm of your hands. During the entire month of August, ESPN Cleveland and the Bath Authority giving fans free access to the Land on Demand. you got another day. All the news you don't want to miss. You can see us live in the brand-new studios or play all your favorite shows commercial-free and on demand. Get all access to Tony Grossi's Browns analysis and more. Visit thelandondemand.com or download the app today. The Land on Demand remodeled by the Bath Authority. And you have some interesting perspective on the Jalen Rager trade. Yeah, courtesy of Warren Sharp at Sharp Football tweets out about the great things that Howie Roseman has done, which is when he put this all together, it's pretty incredible. On Tuesday, he gets Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and a seventh-round pick. He gives up a fifth and a sixth. On Wednesday, he trades Jalen Rager to the Vikings. He gets a seventh and gets a fifth. So net, he got rid of a fifth and a sixth, and he's gotten back a fifth and two sevenths. So two sevens certainly have the value yep. of a six. And he got Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and traded away Jalen Rager. So that's winning of the highest order. But here's the footnote that I'd like to call your attention to. Please. And he got more for Jalen Rager than Dallas got for Amari Cooper, which was one-fifth and a swap of sixths. So Andrew Barry got Amari Cooper for less from the Dallas Cowboys Correct. than the Eagles just paid for Jalen Rager. Let that marinate for you, kids. All right, this is uh, one of the stories of camp, DeAnthony Bell. It was something that was brewing. He made it impossible to be released. He was available yesterday after he officially made the 53. Here's DeAnthony Bell. So when did, when did you find out? Uh, I found out this morning. You know, I was sitting in my locker, and uh, Andrew had called me. And, you know, it was a blessing. I had been on, my, on the phone with my mom all night. It's about 1, 2 a.m., so we've been praying all night, and God is amazing, you know. I, th I think you told us Saturday night you were yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happened. I ain't sleep too much, neither did my mom either. So both of us was on the verge of just praying and trying to hope for the best. So what, what did you do after you got that call? What was your reaction? Uh, my reaction was, hey, let's keep going. You know, make, make it true. I made it here, so but that's not that's not the end goal, to keep going and help this team get wins. Now let's let's be a part of the team and make plays. What do you think you did most to uh, catch the coach's eyes to make this change? Um, I think just the way that I prepared myself and the way that I tried to help my teammates and, you know, be a team player. So just, just trying to be part of the team. And, you know, here we talk about team is everything. So I just made myself a part of the team. And, and they have this standard where we're up here. And I just brought myself to that standard. What did you do the year you were out of football? Uh, the year I was out of football, I just stayed at home and worked with my dad. Where, where was that? Yeah, he was doing construction. So I was, I was in Covington, Georgia. What was your duty? Yeah, I, I was just taking all the rocks, the heavy rocks, and carrying them and just doing whatever he asked me to do for the most part. Well, Jeff Howard said he was really impressed that you committed to football and it took you a bunch of different places and you still showed how much you loved it. But what was it like bouncing from community college? I mean, can you kind of take us through that a little bit? Um, I, I think it, it was a hard journey for sure. But for me, it just taught me the importance of football. It, it taught me the importance of people that's in my corner and the people that believed in me. And, you know, I think I had to go through that journey to – 
learned that I had to I had to go through college and I had to get those grades to be where I'm at. So I think it made me a way better man than I was back then. If I was younger and had got the opportunity, I probably would have I probably would have messed it up. When you talk about like coming out here and you realize like you can belong, you can play in the NFL. Like what what were some moments that happened throughout the last couple months that made you realize that? I guess. Um, I think just when I got out there and started competing and making plays. You know, when I started making plays, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I can I can really do this. I can actually do it. So once I started making plays, it was great. So how big were those rocks you were hauling? They were real big, <laughs> real big. A yeah, wheelbarrow. At the time, we still got the same wheelbarrow in my backyard right now that I use. So. It's kind of like momentum now. It's like, dang, yeah, you ain't doing construction no more. So I'm, I'm just blessed to be here. I know when we were in the locker room the other night after the game, I saw like JJ3 and, and Greg were like kind of joking around the press conference, filming you, like so yeah. happy for it. Seems like these DBs, these veteran guys, have really embraced you. I guess like, what's that been like for for you, given your position when you got here? Uh, it, it's been great. You know, those guys have they've helped me a lot. They taught me a lot, and they just went into my story and seen where I came from. So them taking the time out to just look into my story and. And, and motivate me as I'm going is it's a blessing. You got a ways to go, but do you feel like you can inspire other kids like you, you know, that have to bounce around and you know what I mean, just your background and your story that could kind of inspire some Yeah, I, I think I think so. I think I'm the first person from my high school to even make it to this level. So just going when I go back home I go to those schools and talk to those kids, let them know that even though your journey may be hard, you can still end out on the good end if you keep on pushing and keep on trusting yourself and believing. John Johnson Right. What, what does that mean to you? Uh, it means be smart, be a smarter player. I think John is super smart. I love the way he look at the game. So I feel like if I get his mindset, ain't no telling where I can take my game. So him saying that is, I'm, I'm definitely gonna try to do that, and I definitely sit right beside him to keep on trying it. So. Have you always been kind of a ball hawk guy too? Uh, for the most part, yeah. I think I always just wanted the ball. I played offense most of my life, so I like having the ball in my hand. So I try my best to get it. What was, what was your well, in high school, I played quarterback and running back and receiver. Then went to Albany State to play receiver as well. Then after that, I transitioned to DB. Somebody came up with the idea that switch? Or uh, I think I think it just happened. Like you know, some I went to Iowa Central. They was like, we need a safety, and I'm like, hey, I'm that guy. Whatever you need, we can do it. So, I've always been that team player to try to just help the team. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's the good part of having like great teammates. You know, when they when we celebrate each other's success, it makes everybody want to make plays. And when they make a play, I feel like I made a play again. So when those guys make a play, I feel like, hey, let me go make a play now. So I, I think I build it off that momentum and try to keep on making plays. Can't help but root for the guy. No, awesome. you can't. And and here's the thing, guys. This was like a one in a million chance that he was going to make mm -hmm. this team. Seriously. We even said before camp, like how many spots are even up for grabs? Not many. Six. Let alone seven. for a 25-year-old undrafted free agent. He is now the second oldest player in our secondary in his rookie season. Think about that. The second oldest player in our secondary. And it's just this is one of those unbelievable stories. It's, it's an unbelievable thing. And this doesn't happen, okay, unless Jeff Howard coaches at the Shrine Bowl. He meets the Anthony. He brings to Andrew Barry, says, look, I think there's something with this D'Anthony Bell kid, and, and A.B. walks in. I like him too. And remember, undrafted free agents aren't like you can say, you must come here. He had to choose. So it was his relationship, and as he told me, because of the way that Jeff Howard coached him, but then also cared about him as a person, asked him about his life outside of football, got to know him. 
he wanted to come here for Jeff Howard. And look, if you're an undrafted free agent coming to a, a team that had John Johnson, Grant Delpit, Ronnie Harrison, and Rich LeCount, who was drafted the year before, not the, your best path to making a roster. No. Came here anyway and made it. And it's an incredible, incredible story. It's awesome. He's the first player in the history of West Florida to ever play for West Florida and make it to the NFL. I mean, again, this is a one in a million, and it's an awesome story, and I couldn't be happier for DeAnthony Bell. This is, he was a guy that I was on to early, and it's just cool. That you thought, you know, okay, maybe he's a practice squad guy, and then he just keeps getting so, so making plays day after day, practice, games, the two forced fumbles. And I can tell you, after that forced fumble, his second one in the game against the Bears, he immediately looked up and, and looked right at Jeff Howard. And Jeff Howard said, told me yesterday, said that's something that I will never forget that moment in my coaching career. It was one of the happiest moments of my coaching career because it was just like, this is a guy that had no business a year ago being in the NFL, and now he is. And the bond that they've been able to forge that brought him to this moment, like it's a, this is a, this would have been a great hard knock story because yeah. it's almost stranger than fiction. And so kudos to Anthony Anthony Bell. I'm so pumped for him. And and I think he's a guy that's going to keep making plays into the regular season for this team. Yeah, he's around the ball consistently. West Florida has only been playing football since 2016. It was the first year they fielded a team was 2016. Wow. Um, in their second year, they were a national finalist. In the yeah, and they, year he won the a championship with them. He won a conference championship this year in 2021. Uh, or last year, rather, in 2021. That's awesome. Really, really Unbelievable. Awesome. Great story. All right, coming up next, a little better or worse, you're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Bo here for my friends at Renew Home Exteriors. Upgrade the look of your home with new siding for Renew Home Exteriors. Receive $1,500 off and free insulation wrap, plus 0% interest for qualifying buyers. In addition, Renew Home Exteriors will meet or beat competitors' estimates by up to 10% or pay you 100 bucks. Hear from their customers. This is what Sean had to say. Renew Home Exteriors has a very professional and punctual crew, a great experience, quality work I would use again and recommend. Beautify your home with premium siding and roofing products at lower prices with Renew Home Exteriors. Visit RenewEstimate.com for more. Hello, Gibbe. Hello. Hello, so, Gibbe. I, I don't know what's wrong with your headphones, other than the end looks to be bent. So, Sad. there you go. Is that an apology? It sounded a little Absolutely bit like an apology. Absolutely not, because you probably it's, bent it. It sounded, I bent it? Doing I what? I have no idea what you do over there. Wrestling. Yeah, I'm just over here like. <laughs> well, <laughs> may, I mean, you, you did throw <laughs> it, so I don't know, maybe. <laughs> so now you're saying that happened as a result of my throw up. I mean, so it was malfunctioning. Then I throw it, and that causes the damage and the malfunction. Got it. Good. <laughs> I don't have an answer. Right. Sometimes there was an answer. I wasn't blaming you. I don't know. I don't know. I am. I'm blaming you. I know. Right. Good. Glad we're on the I same mean, page. I would say there'd be meetings after, but no, we, we, I don't even know where that would go. <laughs> you like a meeting. Uh, by the way, look at the hop out on the Inca Trail. Wherever that is. He's doing something. He said Inca Trail training starts today. He's got the, What's he doing? the fam out there walking up the, the Inca Trail. 
Is that an Inca Trail in Wisconsin? There must be. Yeah. I mean, they got to be in school now, right? What? So where do they? What's he? What kind of? Tri- what's he doing? I wonder. They must must be doing some sort of a hike, huh? Bahaf. Again, aren't the children in school? Maybe it was from I yesterday. Remember, they started later. Oh, he's out there getting things done. Nice stone walk, boy. They're really yeah. striding out, yeah. getting it done. Yeah, burn up, burn you, up some energy. Sleep well. I, when he every once in a while he'll send us an image of uh, of something from the Wisconsin, and I, I am always shocked at how hilly it is. Because my experiences are Madison only, and so I don't, I yeah. never have seen like that northern Wisconsin hill situation. And the drive up that. to Madison is nothing but flat. I've only flown in. Yeah, and I've driven. Just, it's flat. So my mom, Nana. I hate it when you and Gibbe fight. We love each other, Mom. We Don't do. Don't worry. Yeah, I love Gibbe. We do. It's okay. Yeah. I just feel super vindicated, whether you apologized or not. I think that was a great vindication. From what? When you just said, I don't actually know what's wrong with your headphones implying yeah. the fact that okay. I said something was wrong with the headphones. He- the headphones don't work. There you go. I think you could have handled it a little better. Well, I want to have room to grow. Plenty. That's the key to everything. There's it's plenty. Upward mobility. <laughs> Always have a chance to right. I want to keep getting better every day. <laughs> Technique and fundamentals with That's my right. man right there, B. Lynch. Look at that legend. He is. Happy he is. human being. Wonderful man. Has a and nice a little coach. room. Had great a, room. Has a nice little room. Great room. We're on the practice field in an hour. I don't even know what that means, though, because everything seems to be a walkthrough. <laughs> And some positional work. This I'm week. sure that they like this time where this 10 days between final preseason game and season. I'm sure they like it. But I did prefer the old way where preseason game Saturday, game Thursday. Let's, let's go. go. Because it does feel like, we're, okay. We're just hanging out. All right. We'll see you next week, you know. Look at that gentleman. Look at him. It's a big stride. For a big man. The um, – <laughs> The but uh, you so you have college football tomorrow to wet the wet the beak. Yes, some great games. There's great games Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. There's Power Five, nice Power weekend. Five matchups all night, every night. So that's a win. But I do feel like the old Saturday cut line, play a game Thursday, kick it off the next Sunday. I like that because now you're kind of just hanging. Although if we played Thursday, then we'd be working on Saturday of Labor Day weekend. Well, no, no, and no. Instead, we wouldn't be playing Thursday because we didn't play in the Super Bowl, but we'd be playing Sunday. Yeah, no, no, what, what I'm saying, are, are you saying another, like, the preseason game? Yeah, how the old preseason thing where you would play the last preseason game on a Thursday, on a Thursday and then the cut would over be the over the weekend, and then you play the next weekend. See, you that's go. no dice, because then well, we're working on Labor Day weekend. Yeah, but he's we're just off. saying from, just saying from an entertainment, entertainment keep it it's going. better. Like, yeah. we have this big gap now between, right. without NFL yes. where you've got the 10 days. It's the quiet before yeah. the storm. Yeah. yeah. Oh Jake boy. says, and if you guys said this earlier, I apologize, but I was reading it. Jake said that the Inca Trail is obviously to Machu Picchu in Peru. So maybe is the Hoff in training to do that? Is that well, on? no, I knew that. I know I that too, but is he, on tra- is he in training I don't then? think he's in Peru. Is he going to Peru? He must be, right? Will you text it says, him? It says Inca Trail training. Isn't that what the, the tweet said? Inca I Trail that training there was an, starts today, so I'm guessing I he's I assume going. that there was an Inca Trail. I guess I assume there was like a knockoff Inca Trail Same. in Wisconsin. I'm aware that the, that of where that one is. Is he really going to Purdue? Peru? I don't know. I'll be at the all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-drink portion of that program. We have, we have, we have reached out to our correspondent. Uh-huh. In this case, In this case the source. The source, yeah. yeah. Are you Sources going to Purdue? Say, who's the source? Me. 
A little higher or lower, gentlemen? I don't know what that is. NFL Same. top 100 players of Better 2022. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I believe Madison in commercial break, our esteemed uh, yeah. coordinating producer back at the uh, at the ESPN 850 ranch. Yep. Thank you. May have not understood the higher, lower, better, or worse. It's not a good day. Hold on. For the ancillary characters worse. on this program, this has not been a Horrible. good day. Horrible. And he's the one who wrote this. You wrote this? Hold up, hold up, hold up. No, no, no. no. Did you write this? Yes. Okay. I did. Fail. That's strike two. I'm following, or- I'm following orders. Where's the red Whose pen? orders are you following? Here. Good job by you, Connor, because yeah, we know who's in control. Hold on. Fail. Connor Esteban. On this program, on a day when Jason Gibbs was not present. <laughs> Jason Gibbs. Who the heck is Jason? Who the hell is Jason Gibbs? <laughs> the formal. Who is Jason Gibbs guy? I don't even the know. The formal. That J- that's why I'm mad. So you're getting Jason the formal Gibbs. Jason Gibbs. No, 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 no. Like, the formal Jason Gibbs was <laughs> not here. It's a middle initial, too. And it a is. Middle name. Are you sharing that? No. My middle name is Dragomir. I'm not afraid. Yeah. Okay. Well, yours is better than mine. Okay. See, there you go. There's some acknowledgement. Right, where do you rank existence. it? But rank it. So then there's Dragomir. We have Enoch. We have an Enoch here. Where is it? In, yep. Where is it in those rankings? Is it between, betwixt? No. Below. We're down. Okay. We're Connor, down in the power rankings. When Jason Gibbs. I still don't know what that is. Was, Gibbe, that is. was not here. We asked you simply about whether or not you felt personally higher or lower made more sense or better or worse made more sense. What did you say? I mean, higher, lower, better, or worse, it's, it's similar. So you're I lying. Admit, Good job, Connor. Through. Done. Like, nope. Nope. You're done. Connor, you just lied. You just lied. I asked you a very tomorrow because on the record too. And you lied on the record after your other answers on the record. You never said they were the same. You said the better or worse think, made I way more sense, and this was confusing. With you. And I'm kind of ashamed of myself for writing this in the rundown. Now trying to save it. Now you're gonna make everybody mad. Connor Freeland, right here. <laughs> Sad. You can't walk Connor it back. Freeland. That was good. <laughs> That's good. Yeesh. Yeesh. <laughs> <laughs> what a job good job out of you <laughs> higher or lower anyways madison during the commercial break i hear mm-hmm. her talking to connor and she said so i have higher or lower sound effects i don't know what better or worse is so again good job by you madison or is it no madison's been so on the board with us now job for well done. several months we've referred to this as better or worse because it is months, better or worse and we're we're still i don't know gibby I like I, you like the blind loyalty. I understand that. I can make new imaging. That would be that a, would be amazing. that would be a wonderful wonderful thing because Madison, what you, you never like want. What is rule number one of of marketing a pro, marketing anything? What's rule number one? You want there to be no blank in the marketplace. What's the word that we're looking for? Anyone? Anyone? No blank in the marketplace. No well, what? I could I okay could, when you're marketing you want you want there to be no blank. In the marketplace, no fill in the blank. My mother would be upset with me. Fine, confusion. Yeah, you want no confusion in the marketplace. Higher or lower? Ripe with confusion and ambiguity. Thinks of confusion and ambiguity. Whereas better or worse? Uh, There's a guy that yells into the microphone. Better or worse? So clear. Very clear. This player is better. Is better than your unknown at this moment middle name. We got to get the middle name. We've got. I know we had. I'm sure we've gotten it at some point. You have. It feels like it's like a Patrick. Jason no. Patrick Gibbs. No. <laughs> no? Give us an initial. No. Why? Because. Mrs. Gibby will give it to us. Yep. Yeah, we're going to get it from her. 
I was going to say. She'll, she'll, she'll be more than happy. Any of Gibbe's friends who are listening right now, tweet us his middle name, please. I know they're out right. there. Oh, they are. Let's rally they're... up. Let's rally <laughs> Oster Tag <laughs> Nation <laughs> right now. Um, I feel like we should just move higher lower today tomorrow because we no. Have, no, we have three minutes left. Well, let's, that's right. all oh, you got. Okay. We got to do it. Could could Esteban be better or worse than he has been today? Can't be worse. He's just right. Better. You think he's been just right today? Jeez, he wouldn't even accept that. He wants to be better. His head's in country roads. That's right. He is. Oh. He's worried about no, tomorrow. It's not Sweet Caroline. We don't do that country road stuff. So who does Sweet Caroline pit? That's a joke. What the Boston that Red Sox the Red do Sox Sweet Caroline. Yeah. Sweet Caroline. By right. the way, you know who else does Sweet Caroline? Penn State. Like, I don't think you can do Sweet Caroline. No, get a new song. You got to pick a new song. It's Pitt's athletic department. Let's get that changed. Jeez. I mean, that's, a, that's crazy. Why would you – steal from Penn State in the same state there's no way Pitt was doing it before Penn State no you no can't chance. be now you're the ugly stepchild yeah no good not a, not great not at all when are you what you when are you going are you leaving tonight tonight after he gets tonight, done with his in. obligations what do you have just our fans are just it's un. <laughs> it's amazing. What cardiac kid is just every now and then he just is so funny. A heater. I can't even. I can't even handle it. He had a he had a pretty good one. He had a pretty good one earlier. Very good. <laughs> uh, the higher or lower uh, top one hundred players of twenty twenty two edition. Uh, Denzel Ward number eighty seven. Higher or lower? Just right. Quick. Cigar. <clears throat> better. He's better than Kenny Moore. Kenny Moore's very good. I like Denzel Bauer. We'd have I like to him get. I like him better than Darius Slay. Sure, I saw Darius sure. Slay firsthand. Although you know what, I think Diggs is too high on this. They got Diggs twenty three. A lot of that's on the interceptions. He's feast or famine. That dude. Let me throw something at you that I think is going to blow your minds. Yep. If they made Darius Slay football jerseys for ladies, for specifically high school girls, mm-hmm. it would be the number one selling jersey. Slay. The word Slay. Give that to me. Is now big. So I'm uh, talking with. I say that all the time. Slay. That means like it's awesome. Like slay. Oh, rather than like if they oh, did something slay good. It? No, slay That's is different. In, t- totally different. Slay, slay is in like. Oh my god. Like you got this. If Connor, you do well at something, your, if like a girl does well, oh slay. Arden says all the time. So I'm in with Depot. Yeah. I'm talking to Depot, and he was we was talking about how he just dropped his son off at college and how mm-hmm. crazy that was. And I was talking about how you know my daughter's now in high school and said he, he has a, a daughter in high Madison school. Madison says well. slay is out. And he said she's. Uh, these are 14 and 16 year olds. Madison is not a 14 or 16 no. year old. So I'm otherwise still, we have real problems. We would child labor laws, <laughs> you know. Um, so he's like the one thing that my daughter was the most excited about was that the Eagles had a guy named Darius Slay on their team. Mm-hmm. And thought that that was the coolest thing ever, and asked him immediately, "Can I get a Darius Slay? Can I get a jersey that says Slay on it?" Okay. So I go home and I tell Arden basically the story that I've just told you, and she's like, "Oh my God, Slay!" She's like, "Slay! I want a Slay jersey." So. I'm telling you, there's a That's market for, for teenagers. Probably like a pink Slay jersey would do wonders. Oh, my God. I'm going to hit Black Cobra, not Black Cobra, over the head with that when I get home to I don't, Slay. I don't know if that. If it's permeated his gender. His age it, or only if, girls are saying it. I, I can't confirm or deny that because I haven't hung out with a lot of 14-year-old. Like He's I, big into bet. His friends are like. He uses girls, bet as know. yes. Bet. Oh, bet. 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 Bet, Dad. Oh, that's a, that's bet, Dad. Scott, he's been using. I bet. Oh, bet. bet. I bet. Bet. What? I, so bet. when I see his buddies, I'm like, no cap bet, yo. 
And then he's like, dude. Whenever he asks you for something, if he does, he ever like? Oh no, he doesn't text you. When he gets his, when he does get a phone and he's texting you and you say something, just write back like A B, and then he'll be like, what's that? Be like, I bet, I bet, A B. So like, hey dad, can you pick me up at tonight at practice? Yeah, A B. Yeah, A B. I bet. So much more to come. Before I do that though, Elk and Elk serious lawyer, serious injuries. Call one hundred Elk Ohio for a free case for you. Elk and Elk's proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. So much more to come. You'll see Cleveland Browns daily on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Now there's a new way to cheer on your Cleveland Browns with the help of your favorite four-legged companion, Barking Backers, presented by Milk Bones, the Browns' newest club for pet parents worldwide. (laughs) (laughs) You just bark. That was amazing, and I prompted bark out of you. For the Barking Backers, solidarity. Oh, boy. Sign up today at BarkingBackers.com. Barking Backers, the fan club for dogs. I thought you were going to go with there's That's a new so way great. to support your favorite gibbet. J-Bob gibbet. J-Bob gibbet. J-Bob gibbet. I think that should be the new Twitter handle. J-Bob, J-Bob gibbet. Yeah. Or J-Bob Gibbs. Just replace the BGSU with J-B-O-B. I love it. Sold. Oh, my gosh. The next level is next. We're back tomorrow. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN 850 WKNR.